0: Hello and welcome back to the TTOT, Titani Talks OT, the show here on Season 6 where we talk the OT perspective for the day to help get you on your way. We hope everyone had a wonderful Rosh Hashanah, a wonderful Yom Kippur. And to everyone. Hopefully everyone has a wonderful year, a good year, fantastic year. Thank God it was a wonderful, wonderful holiday. At the nighttime, I went to the synagogue closest to me here. It was a beautiful davening, a beautiful prayer. And then in the morning, I went to a wonderful early minion, a wonderful early prayer. At 7 o'clock, I led the morning prayer for the congregation. It was beautiful and uplifting, and then someone else did. We finished at 11.15, beautiful, nice and early, 4 hours, 15 minutes, and I was able to help my wife for a lot of the day. Then we all went together to do the afternoon prayer, which I led again for the congregation for about an hour, and then the last part of the holiday, the Last hour, my kids were in the other room and then they came in with me and then we all came home. And they went to sleep and we broke the fast. It was really a beautiful, wonderful, uplifting day. And I hope everyone else had a wonderful holiday as well. And now we come to the holiday of Sukkot to Sukkot, which is an interesting holiday that has a lot of elements to it. We talked about it in previous years, but I always like to talk about the holiday that is coming up in the Judaic life, in the Jewish religion, the Jewish way of life. Sukkot is a holiday where we commemorate how God protected us and embraced us when he took us out of Egypt all those years ago. And it reminds us that even though we're in our comfortable homes, in the comfortable embrace of Hashem, of God, sometimes we have to understand and realize that it's really all up to Hashem's protection. We go out into the sukkah, out of our homes, into this makeshift hut made of either poles, like we have these white poles, or with canvas and some bamboo on top. And some people make it out of wood, some people make it out of plexiglass, some people make it out of different materials. But regardless, it is a temporary structure. It is not a permanent structure. It can easily sway in the wind, which has happened many times over the years. Almost every year there's a major windstorm that comes, maybe because it's during hurricane season in general, for down south, and we get the after effects up here. And we we find that the schach, oftentimes the bamboo mats on top, oftentimes fly off. So this year, hopefully I will tie it down even better than the past, and hopefully we won't have that problem. I did build half of it so far with the poles and the canvas. The kids actually helped me do the bottom parts of the canvas while I did the top parts, so it was really cute. I was going to do the other part, but it's been raining all week. Finally, we have a beautiful day today. Hopefully we will finish it and be done in time for the upcoming holiday, which starts on Sunday night. It's for eight days. And the sukkah itself reminds us of the embrace of God's presence. And we go out and we're under Hashem's protection, God's protection. Many people sleep in the sukkah for various factors, talk to the powers that be, your your rabbinic guidance or your guidance in general, who can direct you what to do. But many people eat in there, learn in there, and have guests and interact in there, especially neighbors. And many people also have the sleeping ability there. And we need to make it out of materials that remind us of God's presence. So the poles and the canvas are temporary structures. And then bamboo is something that grows from the ground. It has to grow from the ground. It can't be something like iron or something like metal. It has to be something that is a thing that was living and we took it out. And some people have bamboo mats. Like our suka has a nice long bamboo mat. And some people use different things and it can't even touch the poles. It has to have a separation. So oftentimes we'll put wooden boards down in between the poles and the mat so the mat is not touching the poles itself. Then people hang up decorations. We also have decorations from my kids' school, from the boys' school and the girlies preschool to to symbolize the wonderful holiday. And it is called a holiday of joy because as after we came through the very stressful period of the time of repentance from the beginning of the Jewish New Year on Rosh Hashanah through the 10 days of repentance to the end on Yom Kippur, it is a very intense period, very long davening, very intense day, very difficult days. And once we get out of there, we come to a joyful period because we believe that God, Hashem, accepted our prayers. And we believe it's going to be a wonderful year. We embark on the year to come. And it's also a holiday of joy because it was a time of harvesting, of bringing the first fruits to Jerusalem back in the olden days. And the year in Israel was Shemitah. And now it's coming to after that where fruits and whatnot could be used again. It's a wonderful time of year. And actually, this time of year is now my favorite time of year fall, the Christmas and the, the crisp in the air not to be confused with something else god forbid the crispness in the air is fantastic is wonderful i actually love this time of year from here until it gets kind of cold in december is really my favorite favorite period once the holidays are done until that period is actually my favorite favorite time i like the pumpkin time and the apple picking time for many people and the apple cider time and it's really a a nice period it's really a wonderful period even the not jewish Holiday festival which I don't celebrate I think is a very interesting day And a lot of us will get neighbors coming to the door And I purposely get candy And and my kids sometimes stay up to help me give out Just to be neighborly So that's an interesting experience in the fall too But now in Sukkot and Sukkot We come and we have these beautiful huts That are decorated and remind us of our forefathers Remind us of different verses And different aspects Of the Judaic life And not only that but we also have the four elements that come together to represent four different types of people, especially four different types of Jewish people. We take the lulav, which is the branch. We take the esrog, which is like the citron, like the lemon. We take the hadas, the willow, and the 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 myrtle branches, and we bring them together, and we bind them together, and we we bring them to prayer before God, and we walk around with them, we shake them to show that we're all involved in Hashem's service and the service of God. Why those different aspects? Because each one has something interesting. One has no taste and no smell to to resemble and, and reflect the person that might not have any Torah, might not have any, any biblical observance, that might not have any mitzvahs or any good deeds, but still has that spark of Judaism inside their heart. And then we have the the element that has a taste and a smell, I believe that's the Astrog, which shows that there are people who have Torah learning and mitzvahs. There are some that have taste but no smell, which I believe is either the myrtle or the willow, to show that there's some that have Torah learning but not mitzvahs. And then there's one that has a smell but no taste, which also symbolizes Those people that have mitzvahs but no Torah learning Because there are so many different types of Jewish people out there There's these four elements that come together We bind them together to show Hashem To show God We all come together in this service of God And the point being The OT perspective for the day is How wonderful, how beautiful, how meaningful And fulfilling it is to have holidays throughout the year Where you come together You come before God You come before prayer You can be neighborly, you have people from the town, and you come before God, you have this beautiful sukkah outside and these beautiful elements to bring together, and not only the Jewish holidays, but there are secular holidays, of course, for those people who celebrate the one that comes at the end of October. Hopefully it has good reasons for them to celebrate. And then Thanksgiving, showing how we're appreciative of the land we live here in America, different aspects of different days, holidays, and special days have very special significance and purposes and can really infuse your days with meaning, with occupation, and with purpose throughout the days. And even the normal day, a regular day, also can have wonderful routines and elements and the like. And well, we're going, to, we're going to talk about that actually. Actually, after the holidays finish on Tani Talks Radio. But that's the OT perspective for the day as we come to Suko Just giving a little backstory, a little background of the wonderful holiday here on the TTOT. And I'm your host, Tani.